Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday, Hump Day Headlines. Al Bradford, welcome to the studio. Hey, for the second time, mate, we realised we recorded this and your mic was off the whole time. We didn't pick it up, so we're going to be saying the same jokes. We're going to be going through the same shit and it's probably going to be less funny. So I just hope that people listening at home are going to go, well, those jokes seem a bit more polished the second time around. <laughs> They've never said it the first time, but these are, might be polished jokes. It's never seen the light of day, that one. But, but uh, we've never, no, never, ever, ever, ever yeah. have we done that before. No, we'll just... Two years yeah. we've been doing the pod and we've never, we've never butchered it like we've that. We've never butchered it like that and, uh, you know, we've got so much stuff going on at the so, moment. So, so we're so sorry we let you down that we re-recorded it and made yeah. it seem seamless for you guys. So I apologise for doing good things like that. Yeah, so uh, any compliments or anything, just feel free to DM us. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Hey, before in. we get into it though... We launched a pretty big giveaway this week with the boys from Espresso Displays. Uh, they're actually coming on the pod tomorrow. We've got them coming on. So if you haven't seen on Locke's LinkedIn post, we're doing a big giveaway. You get one of the their new um, V2 15-inch touchscreen portable remote uh, displays. They are actually crazy. You get a pen, you get a stand, you get a case. It's a pretty big pack. Well, we've got everything in this pack, and I'm telling you right now, we use it every day. When we have guests come in, we've got it all up ready to rock and roll, and it's proof you can polish a turd. I mean, we're pretty we're pretty rough around the edges, and this just brings a bit of uh, class to us. Oh, I'm, I'm loving the creative answers that people are pumping out through this giveaway, really showing that they've been listening to the podcast, trying to pull at our heartstrings, mm. saying, pick me, pick me. It is. It's, I like it, though. I like it. They've gone... A really competitive approach. They they want the they want the prize, and I've got to tell you, it's probably the best prize in Australia right now that you can win. We've done a few giveaways, but I feel like it's the future of work. People are going. It's they are working from everywhere. They're finding it very difficult. If you don't have a great working from home setup, how easy is life when you've got a portable screen, no extra cord, just plug it in and work from the beach, work from the coffee shop. Imagine turning up to the coffee shop, yeah, and you pull up your monitor. People are going, "Who's this bloke with the extra monitor? Is that Elon Musk?" You got no excuse to not get work done anymore. You know what I mean? I agree. You have to be productive. If you're in this, you're in it to win it. All right. I think we've we've sold it enough now. Let's move on. We've got some. We've actually got some funny headlines today, which is good because normally Rob talks about politics or some war or some shit like that or a rant. But today we've got some funny ones. Let's let's, let's kick it off. First on one them. comes from the Guardian. Winter Olympics finish. The country, not the finish line. That was a joke he had Thank in the you. first one Thank too. Thank you yeah. very much. Winter Olympics finish. Cross country skier suffers frozen penis in 50 kilometer race. Uh, the That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Come ready? on, get into it. The men's 50 kilometer mass skiing race at the Beijing Games was shortened to 30Ks, but it didn't help Finland's Remy Lindholm, who needed a heat pack at the end of the race to thaw out a particularly sensitive body part. Lindholm spent just under an hour and 16 minutes traversing the course in howling, freezing winds, leading to his penis becoming frozen for the second time in a cross-country skiing race, following a similar incident in Ruka, Finland last year. I, didn't, I missed this the first time we did it. This is the second time he's had a frozen dick. Yeah. Well, does he get one of the officials to blow on it or what's the go? Oh, wouldn't you wear a cup if it's minus 40 or whatever it is and you're traversing through and you've got a little acorn, and a little pecker, it's going to get cold pretty quick. You know what I mean? There's not much surface area. I just, I'm looking at the outfit that he's rocking. It's very, very thin. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you bring it on yourself there, bro. I, I, to be honest, maybe it's in a marketing play, a bit of attention. Never heard of this Remy guy before, but now he's had two frozen cocks before. <laughs> that's something to talk about, isn't it? Well, do you feel sorry for him, or do you feel like you're a bit of an idiot? I just feel like it would be him having it frozen to that, like that cold. It might have just dropped off. Is that a pickup line they're using the bar? Fuck, my dick's cold. Needs a bit of warming up, huh? <laughs> I don't think he is that what that. he's doing it for? I don't know, but it's pretty insane. It's uh, I've never heard of anything like it. I can't believe that's happened at the Olympics, let alone for the second time for this bloke in a year. I yeah. feel like if it's happened once, mm. learn from your mistakes. Put a pair of socks down there. Oh, 
You got to. Like Warm Rob has been doing for years. You know, you, how many how many years have been stuffing the footy socks down there for? Settle down, Kendall. <laughs> Settle down, Kendall. Lock's Don't use my jokes that hey. I had before. I said the Kendall joke. Yeah, you're smooth all around, mate. Uh, this is like you. You're like if mm. it, you're like him after it's dropped off. Oh, good one, good one. Thank you're you so you're much. like a little frozen potato gym. All you right, are. throwing uh, the insults potato at me. Hick, huh? Throwing the insults. Let's move on. Next article comes from again from the Guardian. Uh, abandoned burning ship had four hundred million dollars cargo of luxury cars. Abandoned, uh, abandoned, the an abandoned ship that caught fire in the mid-Atlantic last week was carrying four hundred one million dollars worth of cars, including Porsche, Audi, Bentley, and Lamborghini models. An insurance estimate has re- revealed Felicity Ace, a specialist cargo ship carrying more than four thousand cars, caught alight near the Azores on a Wednesday morning. The vessel's twenty-two crew members were evacuated, but the fire continued to burn for several days, fueled by lithium. Lithium-ion batteries in electric vehicles on board. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The, the group's managers to the incident would result in losses of at least $155 million for Volkswagen, which owns Porsche, Audi, Bentley and Lamborghini. Well, there you go. You missed the most important part of the article, the one that I riffed off in the first part where it was burning for like four days or something in the middle of the water, which I don't understand how that happens. Yeah, well, that doesn't make sense either. Well, your your analogy doesn't make sense. But I just feel like if it's floating on water, it shouldn't take that long to. You're surrounded by what puts you out. You know what I mean? So you want them just to what, just lean, lean over and just splash splash the cars <laughs> a little bit. Surely a bit of something. I'm surely there's helicopters with the big stick just pushing it down so it uh, so it just doesn't stop bur- so it stops burning. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? You sound that sounds a bit like you ever seen that South Park South Park episode with um, Captain Hindsight. And he turns up after everything's always happened. He said, you should have done this. And then he flies away. Oh, Thanks, Captain Hindsight. You're Captain Hindsight. Oh, Oh, why didn't they do this? I'm sure that their number one option wasn't to let the whole 4,000 cars, $400 million worth of product just sink to the bottom of the ocean. Well, how come it's not even covering how it even happened? That's what I don't get. Why is it happening? We don't even know if it was deliberate, if it was one of the lithium batteries that caught on fire. What is it? It's a good article, but it doesn't really tell us how it happened or why it happened. This isn't CSI. It's just a, it's just a reporting. It's just saying it's that so this dumb, incident though. has occurred. It hasn't said how it's and why it's. Are happened. they still investigating? Is there any line about they're investigating how it happened, or is it just there is no there is no line that says the investigation continues. There isn't a line that says that. So that's weird, isn't it? It's like how did it happen then? Why? What are they covering up? Is it insurance fraud? You know what I mean? Did a couple of pirates come across and just go? I'm nicking a few cars. You know. What would you take if you had the options out of a, ben- a Porsche, uh, nah. Audi, Bentley, and Lamborghini? It's got nothing I want. I want the Nissan Cube. <laughs> if I had the Nissan Cube, that'd be straight on my my boat. And uh, yeah, that is a weird thing because when I we did we talked about you getting a car and you saying which one you'd like yeah. out of nowhere for a bloke who doesn't like really, you're not really interested in cars at all. You picked the zero Nis- interest. Yeah. The Nissan Cube. Yeah. Why? I just liked it because it was a bit different, a bit funky. And it just, you know, when you look at something, you're like, you just get that feeling of like, that's an extension of me. And for a lot of people, they hate the Nissan Cube. But for me, that's just, it's magic for me. Well, I like that. I like it. but And funky colours, you know, stickers and that. It's just cool. Like, I'm not a van guy. Stickers. I'm actually, I'm more of a van guy than a ute guy. That, do you think I'd be the last person on earth to get like a Hilux? Yeah, you, you know, and Like, I'm not putting cement in the back and my shovels and my tools. And I'm not that cat, you no. know? I'll just put some indoor plants in the back of my Nissan Cube, you know? <laughs> All right, moving on. Belgium to give workers right to request four-day work week. Uh, here we go. Belgians will have the right to a four-day work week without the loss of salary under a government overhaul of the country's labour laws prompted by the COVID pandemic. The option for employees to work longer days in order to earn a three-day weekend was among a package of economic reforms agreed within the governing coalition on Tuesday. 
Companies can turn, can turn down a request by an employee for a condensed working week under which they will work the same total hours, but employers will need to justify their response in writing. Belgium's Prime Minister Alexander de Croo said the aim of the labour market reforms, including new rules on night working, was to create a more dynamic and productive economy. If you compare our country with others, you'll often see we're far less dynamic. After two difficult years, the labour market has evolved. With this agreement, we are setting the benchmark for a good economy. Fun fact, four-day working weeks were trialled in Iceland between 2015 and 2019. Um, it has since become the choice of 85% of the country's working population. A six-month trial of the four-day work week is due to start in 2023 in Scotland with a £10 million fund made available to participating companies for the government. Uh, on Monday, the Future Generations Commission in Wales also said the Welsh government called for the Welsh government to offer the option to the public sector as a first step. So there's multiple countries doing different things. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I feel like you're someone who's used to the four-day work week. You've been doing it now for the last whatever, how long. So you tell us what, what you think it's like. What is it like? Oh, have a listen. <laughs> Coming from a seven-day-a-weeker, you know. <laughs> What's it like for? Number four. That's what Number I'm going to call four. you. Well, give us your thoughts and opinion. I feel like we've covered it a lot, but I like your little rants on this. I like the productivity levels go up, all that shit. Give, give the spiel. I like this if you think it's, if it actually matches what your job is that you can do. If you're a doer of things and it makes your life better and mm. you can condense your work and you've got more of a work-life integration, you've got more time with your family and friends, you've got more time to explore your personal interests, you're, you're focusing on your personal health, well-being, your financial health and well-being, whatever it might be, that this model helps you do that. Mm. I think that you've already heard things in, in um, Australia talking about maybe that the school times are going to change and the window that people will go to school because the idea of the nine to five is just... So outdated. What do they think now for school? What are they saying? They said I've seen something like eight or two. What are your thoughts on? But like less, it'd be like less breaks. It's hard. I just think like I always wonder that. Like growing up, like I was lucky, mum and could take me to school, and we'd have like mum and her friend would rotate who picks us up and all that sort of shit. But I feel like that stuff's hard, isn't it? When you go when you're going through, because you need to figure out what you're going to do. Well, I think the change has to be a rolling change. You couldn't. You couldn't if workers and parents. Are used still to, work, yeah. still, their life is structured around a nine to five life and school decides to go to eight or two. I'm going, hang on, I think it all has to work together. You know, like the working yeah. times have to change to allow lots of things to change. It's not just one moving part, it's lots of things that work together. Yeah. But do you think on a whole, do you reckon you'd get more done in four days than no, five days? I don't. Not, not with our particular job. No. Because we're running our own business with always stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Things. But you're if you have a job that yeah. you're employed by someone that you can condense what you do mm. down to a thing to make your life better, do pump out a couple of 10 hour days. Mm. I probably like that. Yeah, we'll get the work done. You know what I mean in the time frame that you want. It's just, it's more like treating people like adults. We understand you got a separate life. You you work to pay for your stuff if you're not doing stuff for you. So you know what I mean. Like you're just paying to live and do your thing, save or do whatever you want. But you got to figure it out. Everyone wants different things now, don't they? It's hard. It's so hard. Everyone wants different things. It's not like a blanket rule, is it? Well, the only thing that I know that lots of people want. Mm. Is the espresso display given? Oh, so before yes. we before we let you go, go and check out Locke's LinkedIn page. The winner of the comp will be the most creative answer. Like we said, we love people who suck up and show that they've been listening to the pod. And there's over a hundred comments now. People wanting this screen. Go and check it out because you, why not? 
Yeah. Why not win some free stuff to well, kick off your week? Winner will be announced Friday, Friday 10 a.m. And learn more about the displays, behind the business, everything uh, on tomorrow's pod when we drop the guest episode with the boys from the founders from Espresso. That was like honestly one of my favourite pods we've done. I know I say that shit all the time, but you know when you just come across people and they surprise you with how fucking switched on they are? Not that – I just had no expectation. You know, you do a little thing, we got the stuff and we're like, fuck, this is amazing. But then after hearing Scott and Will, we're going, oh, my God, they're, they're, they're flying. Well, you don't see um, tech companies doing hardware in Australia. Yeah. They're changing the game of what's possible, what people are, what we're known for here, and the level that they're putting the stuff out is just out of this world. So they, they look up to companies like the Apples and the Teslas and stuff of the world, and it's cool to see companies, maybe the only other one I've heard of, maybe is like Neurosound with the headphones and stuff who are producing stuff here to mm. sell and, and tackle global markets. But uh, – Love what the boys are up to and can't wait for you guys to listen to this chat. But, hey, if you are new to the pod, we drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday, snacks, pods, just like this one's coming to you hot Tuesday, Wednesday, hot or not drops Friday, and the announcement for the winner of the espresso displays. So see you tomorrow. Plenty of things happening. Enjoy. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast.